0: Yo, 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 what's up, world? It's your boy Rob and G. Yo, um, Andy, I don't know where he's at, but it's Rob and Gio tonight. Another episode of Real Talk. Real views. Can't be too loud. I got two kids sleeping right now. You know, capitalizing. We're not connected. Yeah, yeah, you enjoy it. And when you do have some, you'll see what I mean. But uh tonight, yo, first and foremost, man, me and Joe and Andy were all watching the game tonight. What? a comeback for the Heat. The three things that we're going to be talking about tonight is going to be, first of all, what the Heat just did. Um, tonight, winning their first game against the Lakers and then the presidential debate, you know, because I wanted to share, me and Joe wanted to share our thoughts with everybody on that. And then seizing every opportunity, man, because uh, I just seen Miami C's one and they still have three more to go. And there are so many different angles when it comes to season that I'm going to get into, man. But uh Joe, man, first and foremost, man, I'm, I'm, when, I, when I first watched the first two games of the finals, I was really mad. Um, Mike, yo, Miami is just, it's just not capitalizing. It is not capitalizing. Nobody was willing to step through. And now we just seen the emerging leader. Everybody kept saying he was the leader. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's a Jimmy Butler. Everybody got the fuck out of his way when he asked for the ball. So now we see, like I was saying, Jimmy Butler emerged. Jimmy Butler just seized an opportunity because at that point in time, after those two games, nobody knew who the fuck was the leader of the Heat. We knew who the, who the leader was during the season. What? I don't we, know about that. Uh-uh. I didn't know. No. The thing is, with me, when it, when it comes to that championship, I want to see who the leader is. That's when the leader emerges. You can do everything. We've heard of people who play very good in the season, regular season. But come playoff time, you can't find it. Finals time, they never even get the opportunity. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, he was with Philly, and he couldn't get anything done, and he had way more talent around him. He had Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, and he didn't make the NBA. You've see you seen – first of all, you've seen
1: two things. Miami Heat organization, Philadelphia organization. <laughs> Brett Brown as a head coach, Eric Spoelstra as a head coach. No, I no, think that – different different. That, that man is sorry as a head coach. As an assistant coach with the Spurs, with Greg Popovich, that's
0: a whole different thing. He was good. Oh, man. Was good. Come on, be nice to Greg. No,
1: so yeah. nah, man, hell no. Nah. You just let Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid do whatever the hell they want to do. Why the hell Ben Simmons don't have a jump shot yet?
0: I think that's more on him.
1: Yeah, that, that's on him, too. But the coach got to be on your
0: ass, too. So you think yeah, I, he, he doesn't The like player's coach? You think he is? Who's not a player's coach? I don't think Bert Brown was a player's coach. Man, listen. As
1: as being the head coach of of a team, the players have to buy into what you're saying. Have to believe in what you're trying to do. Now, if they hear you out and they listen to you and they go around and still do whatever the hell they want to do, Mm -hmm. what what the hell is that? that? That means they don't believe in your system. They don't believe in your ways. And pretty much at the end of the day, it's just like they're just running the muckery of your whole entire organization and your offensive sets and your defensive sets and your whole philosophy of the game. So pretty much they spitting in your face saying, "Eh, I'm here for the check. You're trash. Yeah, we're going to win games. We're going to make our team relevant so you won't get fired. But at a certain point, when you have two elite players like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, it don't make no sense. How the hell Joel Embiid is not in shape? Why Ben Simmons don't have a jump shot? Why you got rid of all your three point shooters and then got nobody in return? You got two big people that clog up the paint in Al Horford and Joel Embiid. And then Ben Simmons don't even shoot, so that's three. Really?
0: They made it. They made it far, but then they lost to the Cavs. Made they couldn't it. get past the Cavs.
1: Made it far where? I could have sworn they made it far. Last, they make the last, year, last year they were playing um they're they in the semifinals with the Toronto Raptors off that bounce.
0: But they That's lost, and I remember it. him crying. He was
1: – MB was crying, yeah. yeah, but they were supposed to be better. The dumbest shit that they did was obviously let our guy now, Jimmy Butler, gone. Because Jimmy Butler did – Jimmy Butler did what he had to do for the team. As you could clearly see, the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia 76ers made it to the furthest they have since Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. With Jimmy Butler on the team, that is proven fact. They had the best record, and they made it the furthest with jo- with Joel Embiid, Ben
0: Simmons, and Jimmy Butler. Right, yeah. So what I say? Mm-hmm. And, the, a, and then that. when what'd they when you're right, and then when they let him go, it was over for Brett Brown. At that point in time, he had nobody that could confiscate him. him. And, and that
1: and that is why I disagree with you when you said there is no um, leader yet. It's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been the leader. The thing the thing that I kind of, I be uh, about Jimmy Butler sometimes is that he he doesn't attack every single time when he has that opening. He wants to get everybody involved. Don't get me wrong. That is great. That is fine. But they're not ready. It, it, no, it's not even that. It'd it be, it be right by the basket. He throws it out. i <laughs> will be like, yo, yeah, once, once you're in the paint, at that mu- at that point in time, you're in the paint, Fuck, fuck, fuck trying to pass it out. Score. You've been getting you've been getting contacts all day, all game long. Putting yourself in position to go to the free throw line. You just need add ones now. They go to three points. They go three points right there. With a foul on a person that puts them in foul trouble, like they did Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. You get Anthony Davis in foul trouble, you win the game. You win You win the rebounding part of, of the game. You
0: win the game. win
1: the game. Mm-hmm. The game. The, um, second chance, he Joe? won that. They win the game. Second chance points. They won the. They won that. You said what about Morris' fast break? I think they won that too. If I'm not mistaken.
0: You didn't get my message when I voice messaged you and say he's Santa Claus. He shows up once a year. <laughs> you didn't say anything. What are
1: you, you talking about? You talking about Morris? Morris. <laughs> I don't know about Morris. Shows what's up
0: once a year. When he makes every three, I just get mad. I was like, "Where were you when you were playing for the Pistons? You sorry ass." <laughs> make the threes now. Wait, was that was that the right
1: Morris? I don't know. I the other <laughs> Morris is not in I don't
0: know. You got the wrong Morris. Well, maybe it might be the wrong one. I don't know if it's Marquise or Markeith that I'm looking at. They both have the nah, same got, two got identical
1: got the twins. No, nah, you got the wrong one. <laughs> I think you got the wrong one. Where's
0: the other
1: one at? <laughs> he was on the clippers. <laughs>
0: Sorry, no. ass brothers. Yo. Oh, my the, God. <laughs> I, want the, <laughs> I want the heat to annihilate him. I want him to just, like, he was, you seen how bad he was breaking? I'm like, yo, can they do that to him all the time? Can they Can they put Anthony Davis in foul trouble all the time? And um, real That's quick, gonna be hard. welcome back. Welcome to the show, Andy. Everybody, who, every fan out there who loves listening to Andy's voice, he made it again. He has a little habit of calling during the show. I apologize, but. Your boy's here. He's in the building, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yo. Know, what's, what's going on? What's
0: going on, Andy? I, just to fill you in, with three topics we we're going to talk about, plus yours, about the therapy. It was the heat with their winning night, the presidential debate, and seizing every opportunity. And then what you were about to talk about, about black men going to therapy. Uh, so yeah, man. So it's those four topics. We're going to find a way to get all of them in, put every bit of meat. In uh, so, um, so like what me and Joe were saying, Joe was basically saying Jimmy Butler's always been the leader. Me, I was just saying, Yo, he was the leader during the season, but was he a leader during the NBA finals? You know, there's a level to every single form of like, let's say Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade was the leader during the season, but then all of a sudden, come playoff time, he started handing the ball to LeBron and he's like, Nah, you're gonna be the band. It didn't LeBron, he was. So, so frozen. Come the Mavericks series, he just wasn't ready, and he choked. Biggest choke job I ever seen. And then the next year, he was ready. He's like, "Oh okay, shit, I know what Dwayne Wade gonna do. He gonna he gonna make me feel all comfortable during the season. when it comes playoff time, finals time, he's throwing the ball to me. He's like, "Hey, I've been this guy already. It's your turn. Don't you want the ring? Don't you want it? Come on, come on. I know you want it. Listen, your spirit needs to get that feeling." Right, Joe, your spirit has to get it. Like you got, you got to win. And then LeBron, he traveled. Andy, did you see LeBron's travel?
2: <laughs> that was I, didn't, the funniest, I didn't watch the guy.
0: That was the funniest travel I ever seen. But I laughed so hard. Which <laughs> like, one? <I> mean, <laughs> when he carried the ball the second time, the second travel. <laughs> He carried the fuck out the ball, and he jumped. <laughs> <He hopped, Joe. laughs> and he tried to argue with the ref. <laughs> he
1: I'm and he not, jumped. In I'm the not sure. <laughs> he spinned and He jumped. Is that when he was backing them down?
0: Yeah, when he was back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, you know when they
1: when they talking about pull the chair, Andy?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was
0: like that. That's pretty oh, much what okay. it was. <laughs> it's pathetic. Well um, now let's 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 move on because I know there's some people that are not basketball fans, but what it went for Miami, the way that Miami won that game is just how people need to attack life when their fucking faces are against the wall, their backs against the wall, when they can't breathe and they need to heat eat,
2: seven, hate and seven, baby. Heat, heat and
0: seven and seven, you damn right. That's what I called it. in seven. You need to fucking make a damn you need to you need to make a damn way. You gotta force your way out, man. There's a way out the damn room. You gotta find it. And tonight the heat did that, they found it. They're like, Oh shit, let's put Anthony Davis in foul trouble, and then he's gonna disappear in the game because notice his his passion has disappeared. I didn't even remember Anthony Davis was in the game. <laughs> he he just wasn't the same guy he was the night before. And then and then Jimmy Butler, 40 points, he just kept attacking the paint. And I was like, Where's Anthony Davis? Isn't he the rim protector? Couldn't find him. Sure but one thing I noticed is that Jimmy Butler wasn't scared, he would fake you, he would. He, he, he just bodied him up. He, he he did his thing. Tyler Hero was ready for a couple threes, but he wasn't ready for them all. But he made some that count. Duncan Robinson made the dagger. That was a three. I, I was so happy when I seen it. I was like, the game is over. Um. So... Shout out to the Heat, man. I'm a I'm a Heat fan. I'd love to see the Heat win because I'm tired of people talking about LeBron just sucking the man's dick. They've been sucking it for years and years and years. Greatness, greatness, whatever. 10 years to the final, blah, blah, blah. That's great. It's beautiful. But you know, I'm 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 so competitive. I want my team to win. Period. <laughs> because the Dolphins sound- don't give me anything. So every all my eggs is one basket and it's with the Heat. So I want the Heat to win every year. <laughs> you, 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 sound,
1: you sound like a hater over there, guys. Talk about I am a
0: He's <laughs> not on my team no more. He's an enemy. I'm a defender. Remember when we played basketball? I was a oh defender. Was a defender. Oh you, whenever you're on my team, we're good and we're friends. But when you're not, I hate you. I can't stand you and I want nothing but the worst to happen to you. So that's the way I am, dog. I'm sorry. What the I hell? I got KG mentality, dog. I can't help it. And he knows it. Andy, remember what I used to do to those guys? <laughs> if you couldn't defend somebody, I told you to move the fuck out the way. And I would block them all. I'll never forget what I did to that guy. It was at K-State. That shit was hilarious. He was scoring on this guy. And I told the guy, hey, you fucking suck on defense. Move. And then this guy tried to do the same move on me. I blocked his ass. Looked at him right in the eye when we were going. <laughs> I blocked his ass. Man, I love playing defense. I think defense is a commitment. Defense is a decision, man. Defense is like, yo. <laughs> it shows you right there and there. It's, be it's bad enough. That's what defense is. And you're lazy. If you're lazy, you're not going to play defense. A.K.A. Kelly Olenek got his moments. But like we said, <laughs> I'll take KO any day, man. Bro, where I, are
1: you going with this, man? What I'm just saying, <laughs> what I
0: am basically saying is there's points in times in life where you have to display that you want bad enough so the momentum can shift and things can go your way. Because you are fighting with everything you got. And the only thing like if Andy, if I'm if I'm lifting weights and you see how this happens, you get to that last rep and it starts falling down on your chest. You have two decisions. You could just let the weight just fall down, or you could fight and you can pull it up. And when you pull it up, Andy, tell me, tell me that feeling that you get, that amazing feeling. You might have earned an extra cut on your damn tricep or your bicep, <laughs> right? But if you don't get it done, you don't get stronger. <laughs> yeah, man, so that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Mr. Mr. Right. Kalix,
1: what, what did you think about the game, man? I know you didn't watch it, but uh, I know
2: you seen the final score. <laughs> <Four. laughs> So, no, uh... no, no. So I, I didn't see the final score. I was, I was just, uh, I was working on a project and studying and whatnot. But I was looking through the scores, and I was just surprised to see like how, um, looking at the box scores, I, I, i noticed how bad the Lakers were playing, and I didn't know like what reason what was going on, but I just seen, I think it was uh, um, like first half, the first half. The only play that was in a double figures was LeBron James. And um, one of the things I was, t- I was talking to your brother about before the game got, even got started, I was like, yo, the only way that he could actually, like, uh, could win this game um, or win this series, rather, is unless the Lakers beat themselves, which pretty much they did. They couldn't stop Jimmy there. Butler, though, Andy. Huh? They couldn't stop Jimmy Butler, though, Andy. So but that's, but that's the, same the statement thing I was is a little, it's a little inaccurate, sir. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, they did beat but, themselves. Too. Jimmy Butler had a great game. Mm-hmm. How consistent is Jerry, is Jimmy Butler in doing that? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's like it took, it's it took one game great, per great, series. A, did you hear him? A great, a great game from Jimmy. Y'all in trouble. A bad game from the Lakers as a whole. LeBron did so far right, and it was still kind of a close game until the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't get me wrong. Phenomenal job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Phenomenal job out the Heat. And as long as they keep playing with that same heart, they can make the series interesting.
0: You know what I'm saying? You mean
2: they're going to win? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. They're going to win.
0: I make it interesting. I, I don't
2: know. I, I don't know,
0: man. I don't I hear, know. It's, I hear hating Andy's voice. So maybe <laughs> I hear Oh, we're, we're, or maybe it's more fear. I don't know what it is. Come no, man. Nah, man. We're, we're, we're being, mean, I hope they send Andy a car. A lot a lot <laughs> of people right now are being
1: realistic of what's going on in these finals, man. The Heat are outsized and have two top five players that they gotta deal with. Through these whole series and LeBron and Anthony Davis.
0: It doesn't matter, man. You show up it's, in one game. It's gonna and gonna be one it, you're not living in the second. Don't look at them as great. Look at yourself
2: as great, and you win. No, and that's and that's and that, that's real too. No, that's, that's real, real. That's real. It, it's it's it's. <laughs> <positive>. <laughs> the, the Lakers are all beatable. They are beatable. It's just that if you look if you look at it as a whole, the fact that the reason why Jimmy had to score the way that he scored is because yeah um bam is out and you got druggages up you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying how long can jimmy maintain that effort too you know what i'm saying can he maintain that for another three games hey remember if he can, if he can, cool if, but if he can't he starts getting a little inconsistent
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know what i'm saying so it's like all these little things coming mm-hmm. to play um and that's, that, cool. and that's
0: what makes them special andy if it's not if it's not him it's going to be somebody else Who's gonna do it in the next game? Tyler Hero still hasn't gotten hot yet. What happens when Tyler Hero gets hot? What happens when LeBron has to stick him? You notice LeBron is still doing the same shit he did when he was in Miami. When somebody's on fire, LeBron gets on. Him. When I saw LeBron guarding Jimmy Butler, I was like, LeBron's gonna get tired. <laughs> With LeBron law, nah. that's what that's, that's what you gotta what, do, man. But,
1: but that's what you gotta but that's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. In order to to like kind of like get LeBron, you have to physically wear him down. So you have to constantly you same him.
0: Anthony Davis too. You got you, you, yeah, give him, you work. You, you gotta work. go
1: after you gotta go after the guy that's giving you buckets. <clears> you <throat> got to. Yo because that'll either put him in foul trouble mm-hmm. or that will or that, that will, you know disrupt help. his, vision. This, disrupt know, his this vision. this I know, on the offensive end when it comes for him to shoot, his mm-hmm. shots are either short or long, you know, so it's he gets fatigued so that's what you're trying to do you're trying to you're trying to outthink you are not play, you're out here playing chess not checkers so you're just trying to do things like that
0: all right so yeah. shit well so so moving along man that was good that was a good little debate for a couple seconds and even came in and he he got his little three point stroke in so daw second second topic presidential debate yo this is the first time in my life where I feel like okay.
2: Shut
0: up. <laughs> first time in my life where I feel like mm. I, I need to vote. First time in my life where I feel like okay, let me really little like pay attention to these to these policies cuz I got kids and and um whatever my decisions are, they might have to deal with them because I put somebody in office that could affect both of our lives. So, you know, I watched this debate. It was pathetic. The worst debate I've ever seen in my life i i um Biden looks like he has no soul, and Trump is just ugly, so like everybody was saying that you're gonna win you're, like that? You know, here here's what I don't understand Biden his only the only thing that I would say he'd have an edge over Trump on is where he said, what I want to do is stop police brutality and I want us to have police police officers um, protecting communities where they actually have relationships with the community that they're policing for. And I was like, okay, that's great. But he needed to go into more detail and the presidential debate was set up for failure. You can't just say, hey, hey, Mr. President, two minutes on why you think on what's gonna stop this so-called white supremacy or this, uh, you know, the, um, that everybody's talking about or, pre- or President Trump, what's your plan? Two minutes, tell us how you're going to stop police brutality. Trump didn't even want to answer the question. He didn't even he didn't have a response. And that pissed me off because the number one thing that I'm looking for right now for a candidate is, yo, you see this, this shit is an issue. and It's been an issue for a long time. Are you going to address it? Stop being the same president. This is—you ever notice the the the, the trend, Joe? The circle. Whenever it comes to presidential candidates, one says, "Hey, we're gonna give you great health care." Um, all right, heard that bullshit before. And then you got that other person on the other side who just apparently just has the Republicans' backs, and you don't know what they're doing for these Republicans except just making their lives better. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll lower the tax for the for the rich. You you guys are you guys are cool. And so now I finally figured out. Okay, if you don't if you're not a Republican or you're not a Democrat, what you fall into is you are an independent. <laughs> so you just go for the side, that's right. So now I, I, I learned what political party affiliation I am in, which is independent, because I can't say I'm a Republican and I can't say that I'm a Democrat. <laughs> All I know is that I vote for what's right. And so um, if anybody's trying to learn to, to vote, like follow these debates and then go out there to the polls and make a decision, but I'm at limbo here because I don't know who to vote for because I don't trust either of those motherfuckers. Um, so Joe, Andy, which one of you guys would like to go in and dive in and talk about this debate? Because uh, they, I just heard two people just attacking each other. That was basically Biden's strategy. He did it in a charismatic way. Trump did it in an aggressive way. Everything Biden said, Trump would say shut up or Biden would tell Trump to shut up or Trump would tell Biden to shut up or you're a liar, you don't know what you're talking about. And at first I just thought it was comical, but then I was Mm -hmm. like, yo, you are the president of the fucking United States of America. What are you gonna do for my people? Because uh, my people have been hurt. (laughs) What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about them? Are we gonna stop going to war? trying to fight battles that we can't win? Are we going to just focus on the nation? Because we, we've we lost priority in the nation. We want to fucking try to be the gods for every other country. We want to save every other country, but we don't want to save our own. That's one big problem, right there in itself. You know what I mean? We need to get troops home because they need to be around with their families, just like how people who have strenuous jobs that keeps them on the road so long. They're missing birthday parties, recitals, and all that. Yo, they 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 want to be home more often, man. So, um, you guys, when y'all take the floor, man, tell me what y'all thought about the debate. Andy, or Joe, who's who's gonna go?
2: Um, no, I'll go first. Um, first and foremost, like I was telling you, man, um, I wasn't able to get. I caught like the first couple of minutes of it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't even really stomach it because of the, because of the way they was going back and forth with one another. Um, it's. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that it's, it, it's in terms of like, I'm, I'm going to go more so on the side of like President Trump and everything like that, that we have so much stuff that's been going on and like for the longest time that he kind of uh, joked about, joked about it or just swept it under the rug. So like first things first with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. how he, he said it wasn't like it wasn't serious, something to ignore. And then come to find out that he actually has it now, him and his wife. And so it's, it's, it's of, Yeah, it's it's like it's just crazy to me how like how he doesn't I feel like he doesn't really care for like the sake of the country. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In terms of like the like the whole police brutality thing, I think that should have been something that instead of him not answering, give a conscious and empathetic response to like, yo, what changes can we see? Because clearly this is a, this is a huge thing that is causing an outcry in America and that we need solutions in. Oh, and you, man. you being in office right now, you, you still have the power to make some changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for him to just like it under the rug, man, it's like that, that just kind of turns the wrong way in terms of body, um, I heard like a lot of people tell me that he changed a little bit since, you know, from being uh. But Barack right hand, man, to now running, he's like his his ideals changed. But if I had to pick between the lesser of the two evils, I would pick Biden right now. Yeah,
0: I'm uh, I'm with you on that one, and even though I'm just like, ah, uh, it's the worst it. debate I've ever seen, dog. But uh, Joe, what well, <laughs>
1: I got the real answer for y'all boys until y'all keep playing around. The answer is none of these motherfuckers qualify for presidency for the United States of goddamn America. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to let y'all know this right now. It's pointless. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of scandals going on. Then tune in for the next episode because I will break it down for you boys about <laughs> what I found out. Stay tuned for that. But on a real serious tip, I I did watch majority of the of the election of the debate that was going on. Um, I thought it was humorous. Informative. Comical. Stupid. Interesting. And what I mean by interesting is that they have interesting points. Taxing, right? We always talk about taxing. Let's talk about let's talk about funding and things of that nature. Trump doesn't want to tax. Right, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much a good thing uh, in the long run. Like you know, having higher taxes, tax raises, and things of that nature. Because at the end of the day, you want low tax rates. You don't want high tax rates. But since they took the whole stimulus package and and, and giving out these checks and all these unemployments and giving and creating new funding, we're gonna get taxed. It's just a matter of how long and when is it going to take its effect. Now, if they raise those tax prices now, we're just going to pay double onto what we already accumulated from that previous time, if that makes sense for you guys. So wow. it's, it's interesting to see it. In Bynum, uh, Bynum, he wants to tax the low, He wants to tax, but he's taxing the lower class, which is us. We're going to get hit harder than the upper class. Which is stupid, Biden. So, yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants to tax the upper class. I mean, the lower class. My bad. He wants to tax the lower class. So, the lower and middle class are going to get taxed higher than you know the one percent in the upper class, which is stupid because we're broke and you're trying to tax us. Oh, it makes no sense. But hey, you know. So, and you know, when you think about these type of things financially. You're like, man, Trump's Trump's idea of not taxing, not taxing the lower class, and tax it might might actually taxing the higher class could, you know, help us kind of have that so-called middle class, even though there's none. To be honest, there's no middle class. So it, it it is one of those things. Now, when it comes to the whole police brutality thing, um, Trump is not really he's. He, He's not showing any sympathy, any care, or any real solutions, if you will, yeah. for that. He's just he's just talking about it and saying how bad it is, and we should treat these officers with respect because they protect the. Listen, man, blacks are getting killed by police. It's been videotaped. It's been documented. We've had several even songs about it you got so many different things about it and even things that are hidden under the rug that we don't even know about that could potentially cause havoc in these in these worlds it's important that they care for the black community because we are 35 percent of the nation and we do ha- and we do hold a good majority of the votes so if you do sway the african-american you could potentially win your your pres your presidential campaign. So, aiding and helping the black folks is very important if you want to win your campaign. But besides you winning your campaign, the larger scale is actually creating change for us, right? Give us what we're due: four hundred years of slavery, right? Jews have their own little if you will, your own their own little community, if you will, to be honest. And it's a well rich endowed community. Right. And it's like, why, why the African Americans can't have that? Why can't we get what the Jews are getting? It'll make no sense. But, you know, it is what it is. Biden was talking about, he was talking about uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he was talking about finding a way to put police officers in different types of training so they're better mm-hmm. so they're better
0: yeah you know, they're better with uh, um, and, and not only that even meet I, psychiatrists as well go to therapy yeah, some,
1: something sure. like that yeah 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 some some mm-hmm. some like that. It's a start.
0: Yeah. Sounds a little bit what I heard. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's it's something, but at the end of the day, that's not really what Blacks are looking for. We're not looking for a therapist. We're not looking for a a qualified training from trainers. We're looking for an economic resolution and we're looking for cops to be punished for their wrongdoings. And it's as simple as that. And in one word, it sums it up. Justice. Just literally, that's what we're looking for. If if little Sue is getting beat up by a police officer. And Sue is dead by that police officer. The justice that should be behind it is him in jail not him free and able to go willy-nilly to his family feed his family see his kids see his wife see his family see all his friends and family members while the other parents got to bury their child if you don't see that correlation because there's no correlation between Mm -hmm. that's not correlating at all like that that's just that makes no sense you kill someone and you get to enjoy the death of that person? Yeah. No. You kill someone, you go to jail. Neither of them. And one. they yeah. need to and and there's and there's many, many more things that they need to get to in these different laws, such as such as these these these, jail, these jails, these incarceration laws, that hang the 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 for, for having a noose. Hanging people, that law needs to be gone apparently apparently that law when you're hanging someone you don't go to jail listen, you hang anybody in this world you're going to jail they need to change that law immediately that law right there I forgot what it's called, but they need to change it when you when you hang if you if you if you hang someone from a tree with a noose you don't go you don't get arrested that that's the change that has to change that's been there since the since the late 1800s,
0: That has to change. That gotta change. No, and you're 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 definitely right, Joe. Um and and notice how you see you see the you see the the strategy of first of all, why didn't they have Joe Rogan be the guy? That's just so I I'd rather Joe Rogan would have been the guy to to moderate that debate. Instead it's some fucking what's man, what's uh, what's some Larry King lookalike? Like man, come on, man!
1: It like Mary King lookalike.
0: Yeah, man. But for, like yo, yeah, with two minutes, two minutes. Like yo, that's not so much. They,
1: they want you quicker to the point, man. That's that's what they want. They want clear cut, decisive answers. But I didn't hear it from either. Yeah. All you I heard, was, heard from was bullshit. That's, so, what, that's. But the thing about it, man, on, dude, you gotta even- understand. <laughs> you gotta understand, like these these. Presidents man, it's very interesting to see their their positions and their things like if you look at some of their positions, you could tell that there are some things that you are good for with what they're saying and there's some things that you're not. But it's an overall of what can you how can you say like what What
0: did
1: you live without, for this, in a sense?
0: Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, But yeah, Joe, like, so, so, Andy, we go to you, man. For somebody just watching the debate and seeing what's going on, right, right then and there, do you would you would you basically con somebody or just get mad at them if they didn't even vote, or do you feel like even if they didn't vote? It was that their it was their right, and they shouldn't be judged so heavily if they don't if they don't vote, Andy, because you see these commercials are pushing everybody to vote. But what if there's mm-hmm. nobody to vote for? What if everybody's a clown to you? What do you do at that point? Mm-hmm. And even if you get mad and you say that the person that that won the uh, the, the the um the presidential uh, uh, debate or you know candidacy whatever, uh. They they say you can't say anything, which is bullshit. Why can I not? I didn't s I didn't see anybody that was good. Now I have to basically bitch and complain until somebody else uh um goes for the candidacy and 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 maybe win and then maybe then I'll vote. What do you think, Andy? Uh,
2: no, well I was gonna say, man, um I think in terms of that, um I think the best thing that we could possibly do is really, really dial in and focus on um, the government, the local government in our community. Yeah, sir. Uh, because I think a lot of times I think the misconception is that the president is the end all be all. And that's not, that's not, yeah, the commander in chief, but we can still vote who goes to the Senate. We can still vote who goes in the house and everything like that. And from there, those are the ones that really make the laws and the rules. You know, I think it uh, was—I think we talked about this in another podcast. I think the reason why um, Barack wasn't able to make a lot of the changes or a lot of the things that we thought that he would be able to do when he got there is because there are people that had the legislative legislative seats were still there. You know what I'm saying? So in order for like Barack to really do the damage that he probably could have done, is when we voted him in. We also voted new members to go to the Senate or whatnot. And so likewise, like I said before, if we had to pick between the lesser of the two evils, whoever it might be, I think from there, all right, that's the figurehead. What can we do about everybody else? How can we change everybody else? Starting with, once again, our local government and taking like, just taking the politics as a whole a little bit more seriously and just paying a little bit more attention because our vote really do matter. I think when they, when they say vote, it's not just about this election, but all elections. You know, mm-hmm. what, how can I make the changes um, to the areas most closest to me? And then, of course, we're work work, work work our way up from there. All right. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm with you, man. Um, and that's what I've been paying attention to now. The state senates. I'm noticing the commercials that they do, you know, in every state, it's different. They're voting. You see all the signs. Vote this guy for Senate. Vote this guy for Congress or 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 D.A. There's those are those are probably the most important things because. Those are the people that say, yeah, this cop gets away with murder, and that's cool. But like, yo, man, mm-hmm. so you guys are right. The local the local votes are, are, are very crucial, man. And so, man, we'll see what happens, man. I'm going to watch part two, and we'll dissect that in the next episode, man, along with Special topic that Joe has in mind, so people gotta tune in to the next episode of Real Talk Reviews. It's gonna be fire, man. We're talking about that, ooh, that's a deep one. That one could get us in trouble. But you know what? People need to know. People need to know. Okay, so Andy, I wanted you to set off the third topic. You said that you wanted to talk about. Um, uh, I want
1: to know about this dog.
0: Huh? Males. I
1: don't wanna
0: know about this. I, I don't know if it's uh, black males in particular. Um, but but Andy, you said you wanted. Talk about people going to therapy, and I wanted to know where does that topic stem from, uh, and uh, why? Why um, did something happen to you this week that made you feel like, yo, it's a uh, necessity? Uh-huh.
2: um, it, to answer that question, man, um, pretty much this topic came to me. I was actually listening to uh, another podcast, and um, yeah. they they mentioned how you know Chris Rock. You know, after all these years, um, he, he's actually going to therapy. Um, and he's he's just starting to they're just talking about how through therapy, how it's helping him to be a better actor, and not only that, that how he's uncovering like a lot of demons that through his comedy he hid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he combat he you know, he combatted. And so, um and so I think I was just listening to that and I was just like really like reflecting on, on in, in terms of like just just in my life, no, I didn't really have a very traumatic childhood. You know, I was like, I was teased, but it wasn't to a severe degree. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my boys to, you know, get me through it or whatnot. But I know a lot of kids who, you know, resort to domestic violence at the house, um, you know, single parent household, um, get introduced to drugs, prostitution early, mainly in the black communities. And um, they have no coping me- mechanism. When they say when they when they want to, when they want to open up, when they want to talk about it, to probably their peers, They probably get, they probably get told, and this is more so along the lines to like black males, black young boys. They probably get told, "Hey, man, man up. Don't cry. Like, Wait, what you crying for?" Yes, like, sir. You know what I'm saying so. It's, I feel like in terms of like the whole therapy piece, I think it's critical for for like young, young black males, um, older black males, for us to like really open up and understand, like, all right, who are we? You know what I'm saying? Like how do we get in touch with our emotions? Mm-hmm. You know I mean? um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of like more specifically to myself, I feel like there, there are still a lot of things that I really do struggle with that perhaps, you know, maybe therapy could probably help me unlock and open and help me uh, work my way through those things, so. And should the therapy
0: like, be black and? Care to share?
2: Care to share? Yeah,
0: No. those I mean, two questions. Uh, there. <laughs> which was the first one the first one should the therapist be black <laughs> what um the
2: the yeah, should, the never hear so, about I, analogy, joe Why so does that I, was, matter? I was i i'll say this i'll explain the, later the ther the therapist okay. doesn't the therapist doesn't need to be black but they need to be cultured so what i mean by that is it's like relate don't simply because i think because it could be it could go either way in which it could be a black it could be an asian it could be a white uh a white therapist in terms of female or female and they're throwing me with like the books so this is what they learn these are the stuff and they just giving me that it's like no i need somebody that's culture okay. that kind of understands like they don't need to, they don't need to like yes they know that they're they know that and they're aware that i am a black male but as long as they could probably empathize with me and identify that, like, or, like reflect the struggle, and then work my way through it from there, that, I'm cool with that. Now, if it's a black one, if it's a black therapist, it's cool. You know, I'm I'm all for it. But it doesn't, it's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? There you But right. well,
1: explain yourself, Robin.
0: Explain yourself. <laughs> oh, oh. Why, well, why, why does it
1: matter? Why does it matter if it's a bla- um, if
0: it's according, if it's black? According, um, because Taraji, her baby right. dad, um, oh, or, so, yeah, she okay. Um, she hasn't dated really anybody until just recently. Yeah, I,
1: I, I know. So she's like 50, 52, something like that. She didn't start dating, until she was yeah. 52. But
0: she hadn't been with somebody, I think, for like 15 or 16 years. This was after her baby daddy got murdered, and she just never got over it. And she went to therapy, 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 but those people didn't look like her, so she said it wasn't helping. And so I'm just thinking, okay, more if more of us are in that, we can definitely relate because we can empathize with so many people because we've gone through so much bullshit. You understand? Yeah. So we have an advantage. We have an advantage over the white people. No offense, um, but there probably are good. Uh, you have an advantage. You have an advantage towards your patient.
1: Mm-hmm. You have an advantage towards that patient because you're able to relate. Not necessarily the whole system, but I do. I do agree with you that more blacks do need to be in more and more and more of the top level industries as far as mental education leadership we need to be in more of those heavier roles because if you really see if you really see what's going on it's 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 easy to say rapper basketball player football player entertainer those are the four things that all blacks are are looking to do Mm -hmm. they're not looking to be doctors lawyers Pediatricians. They're not the teachers. They're not looking for those,
0: um, effective role. All right. Yeah. So Joe continue saying what you were saying about the, uh, with the, with, with the therapy, um, of how you said more of us need to be in those positions of, of, of health and mental, mental health, leadership positions.
1: Yeah, man. So, um, where I left off, where I left off, that was um, that a lot of positions that are being held are by that are high-powered positions that are dealing with the mind, body, and the soul are more so with whites than it is blacks, as far as like doctors, lawyers, physicians, physicians, you know, just. Different parts of that dealing with the men- mental psychiatrists, you know, all these different positions that you may not think as mm-hmm. interesting, but it does do a great deal when you are African American and you are in those positions because you could look at someone and they could, well, depending on your patient. look at you and say, hey, I feel as though he could relate. So I'm gonna open up more. I'm gonna tell him more about what's going on. Yeah. You know, you could talk to him and and talk to him or her and say this is what I'm going through. And they could literally literally and legitimately say, Yes, I've been in your shoes. I know what you feel. And they and they could explain to you what is it that they they could you know, be it, it it could be similar too, and you can get more of a a a real response rather than the whole formatted book going detail by detail and quote unquote steps that you need to follow. You know what I'm saying? But I'm mm-hmm. not saying that the book of you know some some psychology books are bad, and some of the things that they teach you is not gonna be you know helpful. That's not the case. but it is imperative that you have someone that you can relate to when going through different situations, whether it's in the court of law or as a lawyer, whether it's psychology, dealing with, with your mind and your mental, whether it's a doctor dealing with your health, because you want comfortable you want to be comfortable. Comfortable is the main thing that a lot of blacks want to be in. Because at the end of the day, when they see a white person, for some reason, I don't know if it's for all, but I can speak for some people that are around me when they to these things, they're just not comfortable with, with some whites. Mm-hmm. It's, no. just, it's just facts. And whites feel the same way about us, but no one wants to talk. Everyone just wants to look, point fingers, and talk behind each other's backs but no one wants to sit here and have a conversation. But I mean, listen, at the end of the day, us black folks need to rise up and take these leadership roles, man. We need
0: to. It's important, it's imperative. Um, Me and Andy, we were talking about this a few hours ago and I said, one of the things is, you know, it's trust. You literally open up to a stranger about, okay, what if your problem, Joe, like, what if your problem is, yo, you can't get no girls, so all you do is you sit in your room and you jack off all day. You got to tell a therapist that shit. You just, you sit in your room and you, that's like one of the demons, you know, those <laughs> niggas be struggling with, like, yo, man, I don't, I, I, I'm scared to talk to him, man, but I think it's easier if I just look at the screen and, sure. I, and I pretend that, that that porn star is my damn girlfriend. <laughs> I know there was a point in my life where I was sick like that. I remember having that problem. I kissed the whole fucking screen. You hear me? Like I'm just I'm I'm just telling you like like how it is. I, I had that fucking problem. I I was so scared to to talk to females, I was just a guy who was just known for the crushes, you know? Fucking nutted on a magazine. Like all this shit was funny, but this is like <laughs> literally what what I fucking went through. And I and uh, I, I I never went crazy because I was always trying to find the solution. And it wasn't until I was like uh, 17, I think, and I met I was this one girl who was fine as hell, like me, changed my life. And when I realized that I could get something like that, that's when I was like, "Yo, what nigga? What are you? Why your self esteem so low for it, man? You've had a couple girlfriends. What are, you, what are you scared for?" Like at that point in time, I realized, damn, as a man. If you ain't confident, then the vibe and the air in the world that you bring out, yeah, and it, it's not it's, what's gonna come around. is just the lack of confidence. <laughs> what you, what you, what your presence is, is what your spirit is, man. This, this is literally, literally the truth, dog. And so you're telling somebody black, like, especially niggas. Yo, 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 yo. I know y'all drinking problems. You got problem. shit with them Hell no, nah, nigga. You fucking crazy. Oh, judge me, shit. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you facts, man. Um, but like i said joe um us is there if 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 it's if it's another black person talking to another i could relate but here's the thing though the way therapists go about shit they you know they don't want to tell you a guaranteed answer because we made it too easy in this world to sue cuz if they tell you what to do and you do it and it doesn't work you can go back and sue the therapist so instead of them trying to give you a guaranteed answer they got to protect their ass so
2: so <laughs> I think, but I think another thing too, like to carry off of, off of that idea, is um. So here's the thing with life, right? Life is life is is funny, um, because it's what the issue the issue becomes is like we we been we condition ourselves we condition ourselves to to a life of compromise. <laughs> So again, like going to, going back to um, young young African American males, um, and more, more so myself, right? So it, it's one of those things where I I was growing up getting teased, um, bullied, and it's like, okay, how can I cope with this, right? And so what ends up happening is that you put on a mask, you kind of masquerade. Um, the issue then becomes is when you never take off that mask and it's like, you put on that mask at 12, you still wearing it at 24. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it's like, what, what then, what then happens is that you don't know how to take that mask off as easy as that may be. You know, it could be, a, it could be a, a simple moment of enlightenment, but if you never know how to take that mask off, you now have to go and find a therapist and all they're doing is typically what I do. I, I take somebody that decided not to make healthy life choices and I have to coach them into a healthy lifestyle. So same thing with a the therapist, what they have to do for like for, for me or somebody that's struggling you know, mentally or whatnot they have to like take them where they are mm-hmm. and kind of coach them back to you know what I'm saying? Right. Tackling at, all those things that kind of build up and compound it over time.
0: So you know what, Andy? Maybe they should put therapy session as a benefit at as, as a job <laughs> instead of Social no. Security because I'm not going to see that Social Security money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let it go to something positive, right, Joe? <laughs> no, but one thing I would say, though, too, man, is that a lot of the work is... Uh, it's a lot of self-work. Like with anything, because yeah, at the end of, at the end of the day is it's, it, um I don't know if y'all heard about the Delonte West and how like how Mark is the phone glitching? damn sad. Yeah, hear me. Yeah, yeah we, we can do. hear you, but, but you're frozen though on my end. Um, I, I was gonna say like with Delonte West, uh, shout out to Markieff for doing that that good deed, and now he is in rehab, right? In which I'm sure he's seeing a plethora of psychiatrists, but. If he himself does not want to get better and go right back into the street, you get know what I'm saying? What it, it
1: does. They just said, they
2: said it's That's called, called never fuck LeBron James'
1: mom. Never fuck LeBron James' mom.
0: Oh, you think that's a, I, I know he has something – Never fuck on. LeBron James' mom, never. No. you telling me LeBron has something to do with Delonte West going I'm, crazy? I'm, I'm – I'm not saying LeBron has something to do with it. All I'm saying is never <laughs> fuck LeBron James mom. See, Mighty came <laughs> pussy. came with a curse or something. Fuck man, God just became been Making three, I don't the Boston Celtics. I don't then know. I was leaving the streets. I'm like Delonte West. I don't know if he came homeless, but all
1: I just know is that Delonte West was trying to help. Lots was trying to help a lot of people in... I know for a fact he was feeding the family, and the fact that he was feeding the family, and none of them decided to get him off the street, knowing that we've seen the Lante. This was not the first time he was being shown on, like, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and all this stuff of him being homeless. This was—it's been year—it's been a couple, a couple months, or if not a year or two, where he was homeless, and this is the first time an NBA. Um, owner decided to help him. This Mark is the Cuban first time, but yeah, Mark Cuban is the only one that did that. And the thing about it was like, yeah, he helped him, but what about the what about your NBA colleagues? What about what about those folks? Right? What about his parents? Like, yeah, you got a family to feed and things of that nature. But like, what happened? Yeah, like, where your what are your folks? What are your friends? What are the homies? What what are the people that that you was? You know, you was you was doing all that extra shit with. Where they
0: where they at? You know, to be found. That's fucked up. It's hella fucked up. Hella fucked up. I, I, I it just hurts me. Like an NBA player should never like you make all that money. There's no reason for you. But if you are taking care of so many people, you you ain't gonna really see that money. And you 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 got to be careful. I mean, because you and me, Joe, we seen it firsthand. My People in You know what they did with Poppy. Shit, Pop, people, Poppy's own cousins. Like, my dad is always the first person, you know, people call because they know all he's going to say is yes. And you and me, we realize, yo, you have to say no because if you keep saying yes, you'll never take care of you. You all right, Jim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought we lost you before, but your head was down <laughs> and you were frozen for a bit. We thought something happened. But yeah, man. Um, it's, it's, it's literally that, and you ever see somebody that you care about just kind of get taken advantage yeah, of? Bro, bro.
2: It's just like, man, this is horrible. Yeah, I um, yeah, man. I mean, it's it, it is unfortunate. Um, again, like, hopefully, he he's getting the help that he needs. Um, but like, that's just that's just one account of like many others, many actresses that probably been actors and actresses went through the same thing. Um, thinking about Robin Williams, you know, what I'm saying how he made thousands upon thousands of people laugh. yet he dies, commits suicide off of depression. So it's like, I think it's, like, it's a thing that again needs to needs to be pushed. And not saying that uh, again, because I'm a, I'm a huge proponent. Again, like the work is internal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It, it, it 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 really does depend on the individual because the other person only going do so much. They're just there to allow you to probably think about things in a manner in which you probably didn't think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So again, it, it might reach, it might help you and aid you get to a point of enlightenment. Like, okay, that's why. And then that's when you can do the self work from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, um, I think it's, I think it's critical and it's definitely needed because I think a lot of, a lot of individuals are hurting out there, man.
0: Uh, hell yeah! So Andy, we, we didn't get your response. Do tell, sir. With a snippet of what, what you possibly might need there before trying to try be slick, guys. Um, <laughs> 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 you're
1: hilarious. This much, You can see it through the eye. Right, brain.
0: right you
2: mean want told about told about. You trying to be slick? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, a lot of people. I mean, go, people I,
1: mean
2: I mean, if it's too per- <laughs> if it's too personal, dog. No, if no, no, too no, personal, no, you no, ain't got to no, dog. No, 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 no. It's, it's I mean, it's uh. I'll just say for me, um. I'll just say for me, it's it's, it's in terms of me like really. Um coming to grips to really loving myself, I guess I think there's a lot of times where I doubt myself and I know um uh, especially if I'm competent in the area
0: mm-hmm.
2: right so let's just say if we in terms of like probably um training uh photography, instructing the class on fitness or whatever or what have you i don't i I have issues on. Just being me and performing well, and that's like I I, I always think things a lot of the times. So, Tell this day, is is it, is is it as bad when I was younger? Nah, but it's it's still prevalent in my life today. And so it's one thing that I that I now am concerned with is because because of I'm I'm starting to really understand how one and the faults or not I'm sorry not the faults but uh. Difficulties in one area could kind of spread across multiple areas. Not only that, certain things that I'm dealing with that I, that I don't necessarily fix or adjust or make the change now could potentially be bad habits that I get passed on onto my children. Seeing that I am getting married here, so it's like, okay, what are the things I need to really need to focus on? So that's why, again, um, that's just like one of the, and there, there are others too, you know, but. That's just one of them that I'm dealing with. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't hey, know if that, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's that answer the question. If you want to go, want me to go more in depth, I don't know. Just let me know. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, Andy, if you
0: if you want to go go right ahead, because you heard what I said. I literally told y'all boys yeah. I was that guy who looked at like porn <laughs> stars like they were my girlfriends. Fucking kissed the screen. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We're not gonna talk about you. With that. Yeah, that, that right there. We don't need it. We don't. Need, we don't need to hear that. That's,
0: remember, remember, Jill trying dad, to get up and he's yeah. like, "Why is it?" Oh just... oh, no,
2: well, guys, I'll, say, I'll, again. I'll say another one is um, okay. and, oh, and th- this one kind of ties. It, it kind of ties in with the previous one. Just, just the line. Well, Why being frozen, though. Just, um, no, you good right now. I was just want to say like, okay. just not just not being good enough. And again, this is going back with, you know, me, especially me getting married. Like, just seeing how, just seeing how like my fiance moves. Um, and it's like, she, she's good and comfortable in her space. And she knows how to move in her space. But for me, it's like, I'm struggling, adjusting and again seeing that I'm about to be a husband and I feel like I can't match up or hold up and, like, being able to be the provider, supporter, you know what I'm saying? Like, being all these things that a man and husband needs to be. So it's like, again, saying that I never really had the opportunity to really lead, um, being the youngest of three or whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I did. I did leave Marines, but there was always somebody above me making sure that I was I was all right. But now, this the fact that it's just going to be me, I think okay. that's where you know just the fact of uncertainty kicks in. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, so yeah, man. Yeah, this, hands- these these are things that you know. These are things like for me, what I've been doing is, just, of course, just been praying, um, reading books, and it's just trying to do like a lot of, just a lot of self-assess, a lot of self-assessing, a lot of self-assessing, and understanding like where 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 am I weak at, um, and trying to and just trying to find solutions, you know.
0: I would say to you, Andy, don't judge yourself too hard, man, and celebrate the progress, celebrate the growth um and uh and sometimes ask somebody like me or joe or somebody that knows you very well that can literally tell you how much you improved because sometimes you might need somebody to like speak the recognition that you deserve because they've seen the improvements you're a lot smarter than you realize cowboy so <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you gotta know that everything you touch you gonna make it go man you know what I'm saying? You come in a room, people sense your power level immediately, and they you break people's radars. You remember when Nappa and Vegeta came into to Planet Earth, <laughs> Goku busted the damn radar. <laughs> Dang, I just, geez,
1: Jesus Christ! Yeah, I always find a way to incorporate Dragon Ball Z some way, somehow. It's mainly it's mainly Jesus me, Christ.
0: It's mainly me, man.
1: But um, nah, but um, some. something something that I wanted to touch on which was very interesting is that for the black for the black males right and this is very interesting is we're always dealing with an identity crisis and and not not necessarily a crisis but our relationship with our significant others right Mm -hmm. because We're accustomed, if not accustomed to ourselves in our daily routines, but incorporating someone else's with ours, and then building a a foundation and a relationship with our significant others, and watching our significant others uplift and damn near, if not past the paralyzation within others, and surpassing it is just, it's crazy, like, and for us we see that and we're like, man, they're really good at this. Like they're really good at turning that table and, and getting to the other side as far as like independency. And for us, we tend to have that that struggle or that sense of where do we go? And I think that that is very that is very hard and that is also very true, like what Andy's talking about as far as like trying to find yourself because I'm dealing with that. And I tell my brother all the time, like shit every day. I don't know where the fuck I need to be at or what I need to do or how I need to go or shit, you know, like, like damn near trying to, sometimes you figure out what to eat, you know, that could be an issue, but it's just, it, it comes down to just like, Like, I just try to like enjoy the journey right because the journey is what you get to look at and see at the end of the road right so you need to enjoy the journey and also have someone that that knows you that sees and witness your progression because that will keep you going. And showcase improvement and and following somebody and and, and they'll help you continue your improvements, right? Because you want positive energy. Because if there's someone around you that's positive, it's contagious. Energy is contagious. No matter if it's negative or positive. So if you have positive energy around you, there's no other way but for you to be positive. Same thing with negative. But you want to have positive energy. You just you just want to have positive feedback at all times. And if something is going a little off, you know, going a little off course, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't it, per- perfection being being a perfectionist is not. It, it's I'm not gonna say it's a. It's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. Nope, because it could derail you. You want to be derailed. You just want to... Un- yeah, it'll stress you out and then there's more complications. Mm-hmm. But what you just want to do is keep things simple. So then when those complications or those difficult times do come, you're able to handle it one step at a time versus in a chaotic way. That way life is easier for you. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where You just live through the journey each and every single day and watch yourself progress and give yourself a pat on the back when you realize you've made a change and a drastic improvement. Because sometimes there's not going to be that person to give you that pat on the back. You just got to give it to yourself Mm -hmm. and say, man, I did it. What's next on my agenda. And you just knock out the list day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year until you complete yourself. Now where you're going to, and once you reach that spot, what's next for you? It's up to you. And that's how some people get afraid because once they complete it, now what? Right? Because as men, we're all about the agenda. Once the agenda is complete, where do we move to next? Well, you make and find something else for you to do. Because there's plenty of stuff in this, in this world for us to accomplish. There's plenty of things that that we want to do, that we can do, and that we will do. It's just a matter of time. And how much time are we given on this earth? But, man, you got this, man.
0: Mm-hmm. You too. You too. I, yeah. and, uh, and I got to go into my next topic here, because uh, it, it ties right into it. It's just seizing every opportunity. You know, like I was telling Joe earlier today. Oh, Lord. I tried <laughs> to... <laughs> Andy, I was telling Joe this earlier today. He loved, he loved this different opportunities. Here I am. Here I am. Two years ago, I realized I should have gotten in the transportation industry, get a CDL, because there's a lot of things that you can do with that. And uh my wife ends up getting. We um I was supposed to go out to Utah. That didn't work out, um, to go drive for a company called CR England. But the problem was they said, hey, we're gonna, we gonna teach you how to drive a truck and get your permit, have everything taken care of for you up here. And then right after you get done, you're on the road. And I asked my guy, um, basically my recruiter, Andy, when am I coming back home? And he couldn't give me an answer. And I was like, yo, I'm about to have a newborn, but I have to be home. I mean, yo, she's not gonna know me if I'm not, if I'm not even here. Like, so my wife finds a local company for me to go um do this for. And I go with that company um, and I was there for a week and then I just walked away because I wasn't making any money and it was kind of complicated, it was hard, it was stressful. So I just I just dipped out. But however, in that journey, I gained a CDL permit. Which means I could have kept, I, just because it didn't work out with that company, didn't mean it couldn't work out for, for another company. You, know, you see what I'm saying, Andy? I started a battle, but I didn't finish the battle. And, I, and, and who knew two years later, Andy, it would come back to bite me in the ass. Because what have i been wanting to you and Joe about these past couple of years? Money, money, money. When I figured out the game, I figured out if I get in the transportation industry and get a CDL, I'm not going to have any money problems. But guess what I didn't do? I didn't finish so then I go right back into the battle. I, I go right into the battle that I was losing when I came into that battle with no game plan. When and I basically just threw away the game plan, and I just and I, and I and I got myself back to walking in a in a in a circle again. And then here I am. Two years later, I'm back into that race. Just got the permit. I'm in there with a renewed focus, Andy, because I found a good company that's gonna basically quadruple the income that you know that i was just making when i was at the hospital bro i looked at my w-2 and i was telling joe this too andy i think i said this to you bro i didn't even touch thirty thousand dollars man what month are we in we're in the 10th month of this year remember when we had a social studies book in granny andy it said living below the poverty line means you're making less than thirty two thousand dollars a year what does that mean for me (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so, so right. And, and so now I'm back in this game. I got the, I got the permit, have a chance to make $70,000 a year. You, th- you didn't think I wasn't going to leave? And not only was I going to leave, taking this step, it means that, you know, first of all, you have to get your permit. You have to believe in your own ability, your commitment to, to passing a couple tests. Because at the end of the tunnel, there's a job waiting for you. And then if you perform at that job, you could use that money in that job to fund your dreams, right, Andy, you always say that. Use your job to fund your dream. But if you have a job that barely funds your dream, you're not going to effectively achieve your dream or you won't even make it at all because you don't have enough money to purchase the proper resources to, to attain that dream, you know what I mean, Andy? So yeah, man, I, I, had, to, I, had, to, um, I had to get serious, man. So here I am, first attempt, passed the test. No problem, me and this other guy passed the test. And there's a 26 year old that was in the class and he's failing and he's overthinking things. And he's just reminding me of how I was when I was 26. And he has two kids too. And he's doing this right now because when you go to CDL school, you're not making any money while you're at the school. They're getting you ready so you can go take a test, the permit test. You know, you got to do that. And then after that, you got to take the road test and all that. Basically, they're trying to prep you to get your CDL so you can work for the company. Because you ain't about to work for no company making $70,000 a year without a CDL. <laughs> so, you know, me and my wife want to have our own operation. So, once again, you got you you got to take that leap of faith. And, and, like, and like I said, seizing, not seizing the opportunity, I had to take that step, man. I had to take that step. Do I want money to continue to be a problem in my life? No. So... You have to look for something that pays the most money, something that you honestly are passionate about, like me and Joe realize it. A skill that we have, Andy, and I'm pretty sure you have this skill, too. We work our fucking asses off. Andy, how many people did you realize that were lazy when you were in the Marine Corps? Probably a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? They were just there. Oh, I got the uniform of Marine, so I'm a Marine. Motherfucker, be lazy. Don't mean shit. You're lazy. You know what I'm saying? So we got that skill that we're not lazy. So I think that Joe might say that he has an identity crisis, but here's the reality. If he uses that work ethic to help him find what the fuck he's here to do, he's gonna find it. It's just a commitment. He has to make the commitment to find it, because he will find it. Because I had the same issue. You find it. You just keep fucking pushy, man. You find that shit. But you gotta be committed to finding that shit. No days off. You gotta find that shit. You just gotta find it. And so this trucking thing is not um, something that that I that that maybe I'm gonna be super super passionate about, but I just need the money because I have a plan. That, and then being a mentor, how to day trade, and then blowing this podcast up because my our voices need to be heard, man. Because we talk about real shit, real shit. So that, and then laundry mats, and then real estate you got to formulate a plan, but the plan doesn't come unless there's a commitment for you to find every clue. You seize every opportunity. When you talk to somebody that you don't know, when you're picking their brain, are you trying to find the solution to your life? Are you trying to find what you were made to do? Are you trying to find the answers, Andy? Because if you don't try to find the answers and you don't seize the opportunity, bro, you're gonna be lost and confused. You're gonna be 50 still lost. That's a lot of time wasted. And then what happens? You become bitter. You'll start blaming people. You don't say, oh, it's this guy's fault. It's that guy's fault. Because I was doing that for a while. I didn't make the NFL. And I was like, man, it's my fucking coach's fault. It's that person's fault. It's that for. I had to get out of that mindset. No, Robin, it's your fault. That's why you didn't fucking make it. It's your fault. They taught you to fucking no, play. Too he, he took all my tapes. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker yeah, took, took all my tape. I don't have any tapes. I was blaming everybody. It was always somebody's fault, but it wasn't mine. Like, one day you look at the fucking mirror and then you realize you're the person in control. And then you can actually change it. Oh, man, the whole game changes for you. The whole game changes for you. Because that's what happened to me. Bitch, yeah. I cried for 30 minutes when I didn't know. When I, when I remember it, like, like it was yesterday. I was talking to Clifton on the phone. And I was like, yo, I'm 23 years old, Andy. Didn't make not a single snap of, of collegiate football. I, I wasn't going to make the NFL I cried like a baby and Clifton said, it's all right. <laughs> and he said, now what are you going to do? Woo! they God I had a homeboy that stretched me and he asked, and he said, like, all right, nigga, let's get over the fucking tears. What are you going to do? We're not going to stay on the phone. We're not going to find a solution. I can't pity part of you all day. Where are you going to go? Get in the car and drive somewhere. Some people don't even get in the car. They stand there and they look at the car. No, you got to get in the car. You got to drive somewhere, dog. Because when you when you start driving, you, you eventually you'll find where you where you need to go, which highway you need to take, which road you need to take. But if you don't make that decision to start the fucking car, you're always gonna be lost, man. You're always gonna be lost. Find what you're passionate about. You find it you listen to podcasts, listen to something uplifting, man. Listen to somebody who's winning. And I promise you, when your brain gets going because you're feeding it what it needs to be, what needs to be fed, you're going to figure out what the fuck that you like, what the fuck that you're passionate about, man. And for you, Andy, K-I-S-S-S, you, you learned this in, 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 in Amway, Andy. I'm pretty sure your, your upline diamond said this to you at a meeting, at the info session. K-I-S-S, KISS, basically means keep it simple, stupid. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Quit stressing, quit trying to find a perfect solution, relax, keep it simple, stupid. I I laughed when I first heard it, but then when I started applying that to my life, I realized I started lifting stress away. (laughs) It ain't gonna be perfect. It ain't gonna be perfect, man. It ain't gonna be perfect, but you're gonna gonna figure it out. You're gonna be a great husband. And it's okay if you don't have all the answers before you become a husband. Nobody does. Nobody does. (laughs)
1: all right man nobody nobody does no, i'm not even getting does. married and i keep saying that nobody does I don't yo we have five man. minutes five just, dog. so let's uh this. Let's this. Andy.
0: yep let's wrap this thing up joe do you have any health questions for andy because i got a few
1: <laughs> why you always got health questions for andy how about how about I come to Orlando, we go work out. How about that? That's what i that's what come I need on. to do.
0: All right. Well let me ask Sandy my help. A yeah, <laughs> <laughs> spitz <laughs> at his finest. <laughs> let me, well let me
1: ask Sandy my help. At
0: his finest. <laughs> well well and that could
1: be a slogan. That could be a slogan. What? I gave you a slogan right there. What's Ace fits the at his finest. What's the slogan? Ace Fitz. Ace Fitz at his at his finest.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. That
0: sounds pretty might, good. i that's probably good. But uh Ace Fit yeah, Here's man. my health question, man. So I just realized I don't need to so I if when is it best to do the sprints flat on the treadmill or do you just keep do or do you, is it best to do the sprints on a on the on the incline being at level 20? Because I just realized that I was getting a good workout when I had it when I had the treadmill on level six and the incline on uh, level two. And I was still getting a good workout. And means me and my wife were basically sprinting the straightaway. You know, Andy, those treadmills where you get on and you have a track on the on the on the, uh, the screen and you basically see. When you're hitting the corner, or when you're going, hitting the straightaway. So we were hitting the straightaway, and the speed was at six, and I was getting just as good a bit of workout because I was trying to keep sprinting at level twenty, the incline on level twenty, and I had the speed at like seven. I was done and so I realized. So Andy, when 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 is enough? Is is enough? Should I just walk with the incline high as hell and just sprint when I have the treadmill
2: flat? What do you think, Andy? So with it, with a, um, that's what I think. (laughs) Um, so in terms of that, the biggest biggest thing that you want to make sure that you keep in mind is that you're not, you want to make sure that you're not overdoing it. Um, Mm -hmm. keeping it really simple. Both methods are good. Um, if you, if you, if you're going to spread uphill, that's cool. I wouldn't do it that every single time, though, because the, the body will adjust to it, and you're not going to reap the same results. So you want to kind of switch it up every now and again. So maybe one week of sprints will all be hill sprints or incline sprints, and then next week you go back to the flat ground. Um, with that, though, you can also change the the variety of sprints as well. So it's like one, um, one week would be at 5%, the next week would be at 2%, next week would be at 10%. So you just keep on playing around with it as well. Um, but the reason why I said the, um, the first thing that I said in terms of like uh, not overdoing it is because if you keep doing the heel sprints, you could potentially, if your body is not too accustomed to it, uh, get overuse injuries probably in the, excuse me, Achilles tendon, plantar fasciitis to the, uh, in the foot, um, probably potential knee pain as well. So that's yeah. why I was saying that you always want to <laughs> That's also you always want to like uh, make sure that you uh, switch it up every now and again as well. All right, I got you,
0: man. I appreciate it. You um, know, you wrap yo, wrapped it up before Zoom cuts us off again. It was a I good know, episode. And I had a question. <laughs> All right, get to it before it, 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 it shuts us off because you
2: know it will. Next time. Next it's it's going
0: to shut us off. It ain't no point, man. <laughs> Exactly, man. <laughs> man, this guy played around too much. Well, uh, everybody, thank you for another episode of Real, Real View. In the in the books, my boys, be easy. Have a great week,
2: everybody. Peace. Right, Thanks.
0: Yes, sir.